Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. We got to get to Pete Medhurst now. I'm so excited about it. He is the play-by-play voice for Navy football. Follow him on Twitter at Pete Medhurst. Pete, good morning to you. And I know your schedule has been all over the place. Foxborough and back to Annapolis. You're going to be broadcasting this game. And I was talking about having an appreciation for Army-Navy. And so as someone who clearly knows this rivalry, can you sort of put in perspective the meaningfulness here and how incredible this series is? Yeah, first of all, good to be with you guys. Good news, Jenks. Uh, game is in D.C. next year, Baltimore the following year. So you get two great oh, opportunities. Really? Yes, coming oh. your way. Uh, awesome. Chelsea, it's going to be 54 in Foxborough mm. on Saturday. So we could get you Ooh. there since it's going to be 54. Uh, degrees, which is <laughs> certainly abnormal considering we've had snow and cold and rain uh, over the last couple of years, providing a great dramatic backdrop to look, let's face it. I mean, it, it's still one of the few areas of college athletics where I'm not sure if there is a total purity to college athletics anymore, but the the Army Navy game still I mean, look, these these folks are going professional in something else. You know, they're going professional in protecting our freedom uh, upon graduation. Every now and then, you know, someone like a Malcolm Perry, who, of course, played a couple of years in the National Football League, who had a tremendous, maybe one of the best performances ever in the history of the Army-Navy game. But it's rare that one of these guys gets through to the National Football League on a regular basis. Uh, but they do go pro in protecting our freedom. And whenever the world flashes the bad phone because the world does flash the bad phone and it's always for the United States. Please come help. Uh, these selfless men and women that sign up to attend these academies um, will eventually be the ones that 
uh, answer that call and not only protect our freedom, but protect theirs as well. Right. And meanwhile, I'll be at Starbucks complaining about the color of my iced coffee, say there's not enough creamer in this. This is such a hard road for me. So I do respect people who are actually fighting a battle and protecting our freedom. So let's talk about the matchup here. Clearly, we are expecting a lot of running the football. And we're seeing a very low total here, 27 and a half. And this was the big storyline last year. The under between these two teams was a perfect 16 and 0 in the last 16 matchups. Last year, it finally went over. So at 27 and a half, are we expecting either side to put up some points here? It, it took us overtime to get the over last year. I think that should be noted right. as well. Um, regulation did hit the under total. But I think the one thing that that I'm – the total makes me very curious here from this standpoint. Both teams have the ability to get explosive plays. Navy's Eli Heidenreich and Alex Tesca – lightning fast probably the two fastest people on the field coming up in this game army's got nine guys that have a a catch of 20 yards or more uh, during the course of the season now you flip that over and you start looking at the defensive numbers navy's defense is number one in the country in shutouts uh, with three last year army virtually never moved the ball against them it was a blocked punt that got army even in the second half of that game last year and eventually put them in position to win it in overtime. So you can you can weigh the scales each way, but I think Bryson Daly, the quarterback for Army, since he returned from injury, has played exceptional football. Last week, they even went back to their triple option in blowing out uh, Coastal Carolina. So I think it's going to be – I think the total – I mean, I know it's just like, you know, we with Iowa all year, you could depend on it. I think these two teams tomorrow – are capable of getting into the high teens and maybe even hit 20 uh, in this game because of the quality that's come back at the quarterback position. Army missed daily for a while, and their offense was terrible. As soon as he returned, things perked up. Navy's had four different starting quarterbacks this year due to injury, and with Xavier Arline at least bringing some stability and an explosive ability himself, Navy has been better uh, with him at the quarterback spot, being able to play a consistent game. So total's intriguingly low. I thought we might get 30-31 uh, for this game. But uh, with the quarterbacks being healthy, I think that I think that total might be up here uh, coming up on Saturday. We're talking with Pete Medhurst, who is the play-by-play voice for Navy football. Midshipman, two-and-a-half-point dog here. You mentioned the quarterback play. What is the key for the midshipman to pull the upset? Uh, I mean, look, we, we've, we've got to be consistent offensively. I mean, defensively, yeah. we're going to be good. Uh, that I don't doubt. Uh, offensively, though, we got to sustain drives. We, we've had the in, inordinate ability all year uh, to get inside the other team's red zone and commit a false start and then another false start. And then all of a sudden it's second and 25, and we're not going anywhere when it's second and 25, usually uh, without an explosive play uh, or some help from the defense. At that point, it's very hard for any offense at that point to try and, you know, get second and 25. To me, that's the biggest thing. We just we just can't shoot ourselves in the foot uh, in this game. If we if we play pretty mistake free football, uh, I I think Navy's got a great chance. As I said, the one thing that during that 14 year winning streak, we seemingly won all the time. We had, I thought, a, a speed advantage offensively. We just had faster people. And I think with Heidenreich and Tesca. Uh, in this game, our line at quarterback, 
I think we have that again. I think we've got the kind of speed necessary to make plays uh, offensively in this game. So from that standpoint, we just look when a guy's open, we got to hit him. I mean, Jenks, when we've hit open guys this year, we've scored. Uh, Mm -hmm. We've constantly had guys running open in the secondary. It's just been a matter of can we protect the passer long enough for him to throw it or can that quarterback make an accurate throw to a wide open receiver? Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I just saw where Bill Belichick is going to be the celebrity guest picker for college game day. I didn't know he had any kind of ties to this game. But apparently he has some kind of tie where he is from Maryland. Did you know about this? Have you had any interactions or information there? Yeah, Steve Belichick, his dad, was an assistant coach at Navy for 50 years. Uh, And he grew up, played played at Annapolis High School uh, in Maryland. And uh, he will speak to the team actually tonight uh, at the team Mm -hmm. hotel uh, last week at uh, Media Day. Uh, Him and Joe Cardona, who's the long snapper uh, for New England, who's a Naval Academy grad, uh, they spoke uh, to members of the team. Uh, and the captains at Media Day uh, last week in Foxborough. So, oh, no question, Bill Belichick's got massive ties uh, to the Naval Academy. And, you know, I mean, Bill has been down here because at the Annapolis Touchdown Club, we give an award in his father's name, not every year, but we only give it to select people. Um, and Bill has come down more often than not uh, to help present uh, that award. And what everyone sees as, we're on to Cincinnati, when you talk to him, in a different environment and you talk to him in an environment like that and you sit there and you listen to him talk about football and you learn by just listening and it's an amazing conversation i've sat there with him and coaches uh from maryland and navy at that touchdown club banquet and you just learn so much about football and he's a different guy there i mean he's got much more personality uh you know off mic so to speak uh than he gives you uh on mic tremendous human being and i know the mids will be excited to uh, hear from him uh, coming up tonight. And as I said, his dad was an assistant at Navy for 50 years. So uh, definite uh, adhesive ties, I would call them, uh, to the United States Naval Academy. Pete, when you look back at this series and your time as the play-by-play man, what is your fondest memory or something that stands out when you look back at this game? No question, Malcolm Perry uh, running for 300 yards in 2019, scoring at the end of the game and making it, I mean, he, he goes over 300 yards on the touchdown run. He went over 2,000 yards for the season on the touchdown run. Navy won 31-7. That and, you know, Mike, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an emotional guy. And when the teams at the end of the game stand behind each other and sing the other's alma mater, and clearly you want to sing second because that means your team won, and you see the emotion because – as I said earlier, for every one of these kids, with the exception of, you know, a one in 500 chance, you know, the this is the final time they're strapping on the pads if they're a senior. You know, at Navy, there is no fifth year. They don't get the extra COVID year. You know, Army and Air Force have finagled a way to have what they call turnbacks to get guys an extra semester. But at the Naval Academy, they don't do that. So it's four years and it's over uh, at the Naval Academy. And when you see those tears... Uh, and hoping that they're tears of joy at the end of a game, man, you feel it uh, when you see those kids standing behind each other with that mutual respect because 
eight months from now, those seniors are going to be on the same team. They're going to be fighting for our freedom. They might be an Army Ranger. They might be a sub uh, in a sub somewhere. You know, they might be a Navy SEAL in locales that we can't tell you where they are because it's such a secretive location. But, you know, I, I feel those those are the kids that you feel for every year because they've been playing football in many cases since they were five and six years old, like we all started. And they know that this is the last time that they're going to put those pads on and compete, you know, with their brothers out there. And obviously the objective on Saturday is to sing second because that means you'll have won. That is perfectly said. He is the play-by-play voice for Navy football, getting ready for Army-Navy this weekend in Foxborough. It is Pete Medhurst. Pete, great stuff, and thanks so much for the time. I know you've been crazy busy back and forth, so thanks for waking up with us. Off to Quinnipiac to do basketball here in just a little while. Good Lord. (laughs) I I think I'm tired. Thank you, Pete. Holy Lord, that's incredible. I couldn't handle it. I'm so excited. I had no idea that this rivalry, this matchup, Army-Navy, is going to be in the district here next year. So I will be there. I am so jacked. I was just talking about bucket list. So D.C. and then Baltimore. Oh, I am in, Chelsea. I'm going to make plans now. It's wild what a stark contrast this game and these players have to the scene of college football right now. Like, look at the transfer portal. How many kids are in the transfer portal right now? And how much money is at hand? And how easily kids transfer? And it just feels like it's, you know, you go to the highest bidder, which I respect. College kids Mm -hmm. deserve to get paid. But when it comes to this Army-Navy game, like all of these kids are 100% in. I don't even want to call them kids. I think they're men, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if they aren't, then they don't have a choice because – like Pete was talking about, what is next is defending our country and being a part of whatever military branch they are a part of. So that's where part of that emotion comes from. And what I love mm-hmm. truly is the respect between the two. And that's the one thing that ties Army and Navy together, as well as the Air Force Academy, is that win or lose. And yes, they want to beat each other. There is no question about that. There is clearly that common thread, that common bond that at the end of the day, we're always very respectful because your side and my side are actually on the side of of our country and that's what makes it so very special and why the pageantry in this game and the emotion that you feel is just different from any other in college football for more listen to the daily tip presented by betmgm weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the beck ql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts